Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's go. On episode 537 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got some firmware updates, we've got some free games, and we've got magnets for Mario. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hey, this is Bobby Blackwell from the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Head on over there, click on the heart button. That way you'll get notified every time that I do a brand new episode. I record it live, and you get to see all of the stuff that happens between the segments, before the show, and after the show. So again, that URL is twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. I hope to see you here next time I record. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. If you want to support uh, my show and all of the other stuff that I do, well, guess what? You can get this show as well as all of the other stuff that I do without any ads in them whatsoever by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Okay, Uh, it's Friday, which means we are coming up on Saturday, and on Saturdays, I record an episode called Ask RJS, which is where we get all of your thoughts on video games in the video game industry, and we talk about it. If you did not know about that, use the hashtag AskRJS on Twitter to get your thoughts on the show, reply to the tweets that I send out throughout the week, and I discuss all the stuff that you send in on Saturday. Let's get started and talk about uh, today's stuff. Uh, I want to start with, there's been a firmware update for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, This is now version 10.0.4. It came out on June 4th, 2020. And let's see what it says. It says, fix the following issue. We have fixed the issue where it was not possible in some countries or regions to add funds using a new Uh, I'm sorry, using a new credit card or to register credit card information in the Nintendo Switch eShop on the Nintendo Switch. Um, Yeah, they're going to fix a problem like that lightning fast. If you can't give them money, they're going to fix that. Um, You know, I I know that people are always asking for new features on the, you know, for these firmware updates. And this one is anemic at best. It fixed a bug that they had to fix, of course. But a lot of people, myself included, whenever we see, oh, you need to update your Switch, we're like, are we going to get some new stuff? Are we going to get new things, new new features on our Nintendo Switch? And most of the time, the answer is no. The Most of the time, it's more stability. Uh, There have been a few big updates in the past, like the ability for you to remap your buttons, 
Um, actually, I saw a very interesting video, and if I remember to put this in the show notes, I'll go and find it. I, I'm probably going to forget. Uh, but somebody did a video where they were talking about how you can make, actually, I think it was Boomstick Gaming did this video, uh, where they, they made a video where they showed how you can do rebinds on your Nintendo Switch in order to make the controls for Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition better. And I watched it and I was like, oh man, I really want to play this game. I haven't picked it up yet because I don't, I don't, I don't know that I can justify uh, throwing $60 at it when I've already played it and I've got a bunch of stuff going on. Maybe I'll pick it up later, but watching him uh, change his button layout around uh, to, to have the game make a lot more sense uh, in the way it controls was just very, very cool. So basically what he did, if you've played um, Xenoblade Chronicles, then you know you control your character by moving around with the left stick, right? And you control the... With like your hot bar, which which arts you're going to use to attack by using the D-pad. And so what you end up doing is you're constantly moving your thumb from the thumbstick to the D-pad to the thumbstick to the D-pad. And he said, well, why don't I just make it so that when I hit my bumper buttons on my Nintendo Switch, that changes the, that, that pretends to be the D-pad and gives me a better experience. And after watching him change that, I was like, of course, that's, that's the way it should have been designed from the beginning. And another thing that should have been in from the beginning should have been the idea that, Hey, guess what? You could do this in game without having to go into the operating system to change your bindings. But Nintendo in, in their, their, not the most recent, uh, firmware update, but in a recent firmware update, they gave us that big change to give us the ability to uh, remap our controls as we see fit. You know, we ended up getting cloud saves at some point. These are all things that we didn't start with when the Nintendo Switch launched back in, in March of 2017. And so this long preamble is all a buildup to a question that I'm going to ask. And after I finished recording the segment, I'll tweet it out and you guys can get your answers in. What features... Are you still waiting for on the Nintendo Switch firmware in order to make it a better experience? And I'm 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 going to say please don't reply with things like voice chat because we know that Nintendo has a solution for voice chat. That's not there I don't think that there's any chance that they're going to change that. They're going to go with using your phone for voice chat because that's the way that they have decided to do it and I don't think any amount of us complaining about it is going to change it. But what kind of features do you want to see in future firmware updates for the Nintendo Switch? I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter, and I'm going to tweet this out right after I finish recording this segment. Let me know what you guys think. Super Mario, one, two, and three. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So today is Clubhouse Games Day. The game is finally out, and I have not yet picked it up. I've not pulled the trigger. And the reason that I have not yet pulled the trigger is because I hear that most of the games are just two-player games. And this this seems like the kind of game that you would want to have a whole bunch of people playing. Like, even bowling and darts are just two-player games. And that I don't understand. I can I can understand, you know, something like um, the Connect Four version. Uh, I can understand that being a four-player game, or I'm sorry, a a two-player game, because that just makes sense. But when you're you're talking about, I guess only nine of the clubhouse games are three-player games. And I think that's just a, a kind of a huge oversight. This is the kind of game when I look at it, I think to myself, all right, I want to do some party games with this. And the fact that bowling and darts are only two players, what is that all about? Like, that's so disappointing. Anyway, I don't want to harp on it too long. It's just... I'm not sold on the game yet, and maybe I'll end up buying it at some point. But right now I'm holding off because I just feel like there's not enough there that would be compelling for just two people. Um, Well, for more than two people is what I mean to say. Now, let's switch gears and talk about something good about Clubhouse Games. I've already mentioned this before on the show in that they are giving out a free pocket edition of Clubhouse Games. And what does that mean, a pocket edition? Well, the pocket edition of Clubhouse Games comes with four free games that you get to play without having to actually throw any money at Nintendo. So it comes with slot cars, Connect Four, Dominoes, and Poker. And I think... Is that poker? That's not poker. What is that game? I can't recognize what that game is. Um, But all of those games are free. And why would you want to get this? Well, first off, it's free, so I'm going to download it. But another reason why you want to get it is because there are other games in the actual Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics, that include multiplayer with multiple Switch systems. And rather than go out and buy multiple versions of the same game, you can then just download this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not ancillary, this almost like this extra app. Maybe ancillary is the word I'm looking for. You can download this extra app on your Nintendo Switch. And then if somebody in your friend group has the actual Clubhouse games, then you can connect to it and do multiple uh, play play multiplayer games together that require multiple switches, which I think is very, very cool. Um, so just real quick, coming from Nintendo Everything, it says here, by downloading the Pocket Edition from the eShop, you will gain access to Dominoes, Connect Four, and Slot Cars, and then the card game that I did not recognize, and the video that I was looking at it was in Japanese, so... I couldn't read it, but it says it's called President. So I, I don't know what kind of card game that is, but uh, there you go. Slot cars, dominoes, um, connect four, and President, the playing card game. Uh, so I think that it's cool that they are, I mean, they could have called it a day. They could have said, 
here's the free version, which you need the main version to take advantage of and called it a day. And nobody would have complained. Everybody would have been like, oh, that was really cool. Thank you, Nintendo. But instead, they took four games and they put it in there. Of course, maybe this is, you know, their 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 drug dealer <laughs> um, way of getting you to try it for free at first and then getting hooked on it so that you end up going and buying the full game. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. The graphics on these games just look so fantastic like they have captured the realism of looking at these games in such a fantastic way that i really want to support them it's just right now i don't know how much i would personally use it especially with games like bowling and darts being limited to two-player um because i would really love to get like i remember playing wii bowling on my on my Nintendo Wii and we would have like six seven people over I think and you know everybody would select their Wii or the their me and then we would uh play a game together I I can't imagine that there is any real limitation to making that uh an unlimited number of players in the bowling game in the dark game which is really the games that I'm most interested for uh, clubhouse games. Anyway, uh, I'm, uh, you know what clubhouse games is now out. I'm curious what everybody thinks about it. So again, I'm going to tweet that out right now and, uh, you guys can all let me know what you think. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. So when Mario Maker 2 came to the U S if you bought a physical version of it, you didn't really get anything with your purchase other than the game which is fine. I mean, that's 99% of the time, that's what happens. However, if you were in Europe, you got a stylus that, I mean, I think there was other stuff that you got with it too, but in addition to that, you got a stylus to use on your Nintendo Switch. It was uh, Mario Maker themed stylus, which is kind of cool. And a lot of people who were in the States were irritated that we didn't get the option to pay for that thing over here to receive the Mario Maker stylus. I didn't personally really care. I bought that game digitally anyway, and another stylus is not something I need. Every time I go to an educational conference, I come away with a pen that has a pen on one side and a stylus on the other, and it goes into a junk drawer, and I never use them. I never, ever use those styluses. Styluses? Styli? I don't know how you pluralize the word stylus, but anyway... Um, this is happening again, maybe, I mean, we don't know for sure that this isn't going to come to, uh, the States, but over on, uh, store.nintendo.co.uk. So the UK official Nintendo store, you can buy paper Mario, the origami King pack. Well, what exactly does this come with? Well, let me read you the product description, a beautiful paper world to unfold. Join Mario and his new companion, Olivia, on a comedic adventure that will take you to the far corners of Papercraft World and Paper Mario, the Origami King on Nintendo Switch. Face off against the Origami King and his army of paper invaders. Team up with some extraordinary companions and master magical powers on your quest to save the world. This pack contains Paper Mario, the Origami King game, 
Paper Mario, The Origami King Origami Sheets, and Paper Mario, The Origami King Magnet Sheet. Yes, that's right. If you get this uh, this pack, which comes out for uh, 50 pounds, which I'm assuming is like regular price over there. I'm not sure how much how much just the game costs, but um, it, it, I would be very curious what if somebody in chat could tell me what does the regular game cost that does not come with the Origami King pack. That would be awesome, and I'll I'll vamp while somebody in chat looks it up because chat is awesome. Uh, but with this version, you get it looks like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve um, origami pages, which then you can fold in order to make some origami characters, like uh, the folded Princess Peach and the folded I don't know weird thing with the purple shirt on. Uh, so, and then you also have like these little paper. Uh, are magnets that come with it that are of the characters. These are really awesome. Like the Paper Mario characters with, it looks like Mario's companion. You've got Luigi. Uh, you've got uh, Hammer Bro and Shy Guy. It looks like maybe Shy Guy is a, I can't tell if Shy Guy is a magnet or if that's something that you end up folding. But basically you get origami pages as well as some magnets and I think that that's really cool. Like, I would love to be able to put some of these things on my fridge. But right now, it's only over in the UK. Johnny Link looked it up for me. He said it's 50 pounds in the UK for just the regular version. And this pert version is also 50 pounds. So it's like you're getting this extra stuff for free. Uh, I think that that's really cool. I just, I, I don't understand the reasoning why Nintendo of Europe seems to do things like this and Nintendo of America doesn't. And, you know, I'm not trying to place blame here or anything, but it just seems like Nintendo of Europe has this tendency to offer cool physical collector's edition kind of things. And they're not, these aren't like over the top, crazy hundred dollar statue kind of collector's editions. These are just like, here's a cool little thing that you get with the physical copy of the game. And I think that's cool. But Nintendo of America doesn't seem to do these kind of things. And I'm not sure what the what the reason is. Jay Harley in chat says, they would print way more money with the special things here. Like, yeah, people would end up buying more of the... Well, actually, you know what? Jay Harley 17, let me, let me do devil's advocate here. Um, they actually would make less money if you buy this version of the game, because they're not charging anything extra. So they are going to literally make less money because not only do they have to generate the plastic box, they have to make the cartridge that goes with it. And they have all of this other stuff, which admittedly is not very expensive, but they have to do all that. Um, so it would be, they would may it would be more profitable for them to sell the digital version of the game for a couple of reasons. First off, the digital version of the game, you can never trade in. It doesn't come with those costs of manufacturing and delivering uh, a physical object to a brick and mortar store. It's never sitting on the shelf, just sitting there waiting for somebody to buy it. Um, and you can never trade it in. So 
if you've played the game and finished it, you can't trade it in so that the next person can then buy it for, and give GameStop a, a, you know more money than they should. Um, and none of that money goes to Nintendo. So Nintendo actually makes more money by not doing things like this. Uh, it just, I don't know, it just seems weird that they do it in one region, but not another. Now, bring the arcade experience home because your vision is our vision. ColecoVision. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, The Outer Worlds is now out, and Digital Foundry is doing what Digital Foundry does, where they pixel peep and measure the frame rate, and they look at all of the differences between different versions of the game. If you don't know what what The Outer Worlds is, it is basically Fallout in space. That's how I would describe it. It's a really, really good game. I played it on Xbox Game Pass. It's fantastic. If you have no other options... I would say maybe pick it up on Nintendo Switch. However, that comes with a big caveat. And that's because of this Digital Foundry video, which looks at the frame rate and what the game looks like. And there's a couple of cuts that they made on the port in order to get it to run on the Nintendo Switch. And some of them make sense. And some of them are just real bad. And I feel like this is a game that could have spent some more time in the oven to get it ready for actual shipping. Uh, Let's talk about this for a second. So here's some of the changes that they did. In order to make the game run at, we'll say, 30 frames per second, although according to the Digital Foundry footage, it regularly drops down to 20. But in order to get it to run at as high as it does they had to remove a lot of objects from the game. So, you know, in the Xbox version or in the PC version, as you're walking, uh, you know, through this uh, wilderness, it feels more like a wilderness. And in the, like, like, uh, like almost like a forest. And then you look at the side-by-side comparison with the Nintendo Switch, it looks like a desert because they had to remove so many trees in order to get the game to perform properly. And I've, I've said this a million times on the show. That is perfectly acceptable. Needing to change things about a game in order to get it to run well is fine. It's perfectly fine. Okay? Most of the time, unless you're looking at the game side by side, you're not going to notice those differences. However, these differences are fairly glaring. So you, I think that if you see them in, if you see it on one version and then you see the Nintendo switch version, you're going to be like, wow, that looks way worse than the, than the, uh, the other versions of the game. Of course, it's going to look worse. It's not running on as powerful hardware, so they have to cut corners. However, there's also some other problems that are I don't want to say game-breaking, but would be very, very frustrating to people. And the Digital Foundry video kind of points this out. As you're walking through the game, it's kind of an open-world game. And as you're walking through the game, occasionally, the game will simply stop. A little circle will show up on the screen. 
and it will take a moment to load in the next area, which is jarring in this kind of game. And I think that that's kind of a problem. And one more reason why I would recommend if you can play it someplace else, then play it someplace else. They also, I, I unrelated to the Digital Founder video, I've also heard other people complain about the idea that they walk up and they see like an enemy and the enemy looks like they're all alone. And then they attack that enemy and then suddenly a bunch of other enemies pop in. If you don't know what pop in is, it's basically the the game world is drawn around the player so that if there's something more than and I'm just making up numbers here, more than 15 feet away, the 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 game world won't draw or or will draw less objects in order to make it so that there's not so much on screen so that your game can run well. It's a very common thing. So as that 15 foot bubble around your character crosses the threshold of an enemy, that enemy pops in to existence. Like they just appear. Uh, this is uh, very common in video games. And it's a thing that a lot of people look for to like look at a game and say, that's, that's bad. The problem is, is when you can see an enemy and you can attack that enemy, but you can't see the other enemies that are right nearby because the game hasn't drawn them in yet, that is going to give you a worse gameplay experience. And that is just real bad. Uh, in addition to this, um, Digital Foundry also said something that was very interesting, that the combat, when, when anytime, I mean, look, Outer Worlds is not a, a big first-person shooter kind of game. It's an RPG at heart. But the combat is in real time, and when you're doing the combat, the frame rate dips dramatically. And he's. they specifically said it made it very difficult for them to even aim their gun, which is a problem. So <clears throat> I'm a fan of the Outer Worlds. It's got a cool lore. It's got a, uh, it, it's got that feeling of, you know, the old Fallout games, not Fallout 4, but like Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. It has that feeling to them. And I think it's a really, really good game. But if you have the ability to play it someplace other than the Switch, that's what I would recommend to you. And even if you, you have only the Switch and you're thinking about playing the Outer Worlds, I would watch the Digital Foundry video as well as some other reviews of the Switch version of the game and see what other people think about it before you spend that money just because I've heard I've heard just such bad things about not just the graphical fidelity but how the game plays and I don't have a problem with the graphical fidelity. The Switch is a less powerful system. I don't have a problem with the fact that they had to bring things down in order to get the game to run on there. But I think that they shipped it too soon and they've got more optimization to do. I just, I think that that's, um, I don't want to say lazy uh, because the devs probably worked as hard as they possibly could. But the publisher may have said, uh, work all you want, but it you got to ship on this date. And I feel like it needs more time in the oven just from what I've seen on the Digital Foundry video. Again, I have not played this myself on the Nintendo Switch. I played it on my PC where it ran like a dream. Hey man, get portable. Get a Game Gear Supersonic Sports Pack. A color portable Game Gear, carrying case, and two hit games. Sonic 2 and the Majors Pro Baseball. 
Whoa, even save 50 bucks. The Game Gear Supersonic Sports Pack. You know who makes it. Coffee? Tea? Take off! I've got two more topics that I wanted to talk about today, but I don't really have time to jump into them with any great length, but that's okay, because this is lightning round stuff. Um, Konami just announced a new game on the Nintendo Switch. It is called Skeletac, and it is a side-scrolling, looks like a uh, Metroidvania uh, style game where you play as a skeleton with a sword and you're going through dungeons and stuff and it looks fantastic. The combat looks incredibly fluid. You have a little uh, bat partner which helps you fly around. I think it looks awesome and I'm looking forward to trying it out. I really, like, really, really like the art style and the animation. Uh, looks fantastic. I'm looking forward to trying out Skeletac. The other game that I wanted to let everybody know about is the Namcot Collection. That's not Namco, the Namcot Collection. Now, this video is in Japanese, so there's things on it that I'm not going to understand, but what they're doing is they are taking Pac-Man Championship Edition and they're demaking it to make an old NES-style Pac-Man game that plays like Pac-Man Championship Edition, which is really cool. In addition to that, they also have Drouga, uh, Galaga, uh, Battle City, um, Star Luster, and I think there's one more. Yes, there's, uh, I think it was, I can't remember the name, but it's some horse riding game. Uh, and then another side-scrolling platformer game or two. I think it looks cool. The one that I find most interesting to me is the Pac-Man Championship Edition that looks like an old Pac-Man game. I think that that is very, very cool. Uh, I didn't. There's like four or five games that I still did not list um, because we're lightning rounding this. I don't know when it comes out. I don't know if it's coming to um, uh, the, the U.S. or if it's only going to be something that you can find in uh, Japan, but it comes out in Japan on June 18th. So that's not very far away. Anyway, if you want to know more about it, check out the show notes and you can get all of the links that will be helpful to you there. Finally, become a part of the community over at our community over at our community Discord channel, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, you can watch the show live on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the other shows on the network over at gstu.net. The music that you're hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Have a great weekend, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, wait. Uh, Monday might not have a show. It's my son's birthday. Bye. Bye.